Hey guys, welcome to the Rational Optimization Podcast. I found a really, really cool article by Sam Altman. Uh, you probably know him. He's the CEO of OpenAI, so the company that made ChatGPT. And hey, he was fired, came back. Uh, you probably know the story better than I do. But he wrote an article, he wrote a short essay about how to be successful. And I think he's a pretty, pretty good person <laughs> that you can trust when when a person like he, uh, like him, writes an article about how to be successful. Then it's an art or an essay. It's an essay you should probably think about. And yeah, it's really cool. So I summarize it up here um, for you in this short podcast. Um, yeah, let's go right into it. It's, uh, by the way, it's 13 points. So it's 13 points on how to be more successful. Point number one. <laughs> oh. uh, point number one. Point number one. The point number one is compound yourself. So what he tries to say in the first point is that when you choose your career, when you choose a career path, then you should choose a career path that can compound. So don't choose a career path where other people can just come in and within a short time have the same level of, pro of proficiency or the same level can have the same level of as success as you really fast you want a career path where people that work in this career for long and that take really take the time to learn a lot have an extreme advantage so um yeah choose a career path that compounds and <clears throat> Also, when choosing your career path or when choosing your next project, when choosing the thing you want to work on, then it's okay to take time. So this is something that is really worth putting the time in to really think about what is the right thing you want to do um, because this choice can change so much in your life. So if you do everything right and choosing your career path, then each new career decision is a or each new pro project you can take on will make your previous project look small. This is actually what he said in his article. Point number two, have almost too much self-confidence. So this point is pretty simple and it's that super, that you should be super confident in what you do. And because it, one, like super successful entrepreneurs, all the people Sam Altman interacted with, or most of the people, showed this super extreme self-belief. Um, and this is something that, like, if you don't believe in the thing you want to do, then no one else will. So why, yeah, why, why would somebody else would believe in your company, in the thing, in your project you work on, if you don't believe in it yourself? But there's also one point he points out that is really important. And this is that with all this self-belief, self-confidence, you should still be able to listen to criticism. So I have a really nice quote from him. And the quote is, I used to hate criticism of any sort, of any sort, and actively avoid it. Now I'm trying to always listen to it with the assumption that it's true and then decide if I want to act on it or not. And yeah, exactly with this quote, I think you get it pretty good. So you try to find a balance between having extreme or yeah, nearly too much self-confidence, but also being able to listen to criticism and to learn from criticism. Point number three, <laughs> learn to think independently. In this point, he 
yeah, he, he basically says it's really important and there are three easy ways or three easy steps how you can train or yeah, become a more independent thinker. The first step is that you try to find problems that are not solved by like the conventional wisdom, wisdom, like five problems that still are problems. In step number two, you try to come up with ideas to solve them. And uh, this alone, if you just go to step number two, uh, is a really good training for independent problems solving, to, to train your independent problem solving abilities. But you can even go one step further, and this is what he recommends, it's that you try to find easy, fast ways to test those ideas. So you try to find ways how you can implement those solutions you came up with, and this is an even better training of your problem solving abilities. And also, the cool thing is that you might be right, so you might actually solve a problem and yeah, uh, one thing he says is that the successful entrepreneurs, they fail many, many times, but they have right once. So and if you're right once, then you're pretty good <laughs> as an entrepreneur. If you really right once, uh, then most of your problems will be solved. And um, yeah, the core takeaway here, the try to learn or to think independently, is that you want to train to find solutions to hard problems. And... Later, when there are real hard problems in front of you, um, you will already have trained this on all the other hard problems you tried to solve before. Number four, get good at sales. So being able to sell is super important if you want to be successful. So you should train it. This is what he says. And yeah, many people think like selling is kind of dirty or something, but it is not. It's just super important. If you want to achieve something, you will at some point have to sell it. Even if you're not the person really selling to a customer, you will have to pitch to get investments or stuff. And yeah, you, you will not get around trying to sell something, even if it's just yourself in a job interview. Um, so how to become good at selling? Um, or yeah, how, how, to, how to be good at selling, the thing he mentions is that it's much easier to sell a product that you believe in than a shitty product. If you try to sell a shitty product, of course it's hard. Of course you feel bad when doing it. But if you find a product that you 100% believe in, then selling it will be much easier and work will work much better. Also, one tiny bonus tip he brings up is that you should show up in person. And this is how he got many, many of his business opportunities by just being there in person. Um, yeah. Next point, point number five, make it easy to take risks. So as an entrepreneur, you will have to take risks and the risks are the things that can really pay out. So if you have a risk that if it goes right, gives you 100x uh, your investment, then this is worth taking on. Unless, yeah, as long as the chances are reasonably good, then we'll succeed. But because, yeah, you only have to be right once and then you have 100x your investments. It's not bad if you failed three, four times before. <laughs> um, so you have to be able to take risks. But how are you able to take risks? And the thing he brings up is that you try to not spend too much. So don't always increase your lifestyle, increase your lifestyle, increase your lifestyle, because this is something that can trap you. This is something that, yeah, then you will be trapped in responsibilities, you will be trapped in your job, uh, you will maybe be trapped in debts and stuff, and then you can't take crazy risks. But yeah, as soon as you have your lifestyle needs covered, uh, you should try to not 
go over it uh, because that way especially when you're young you can take much more risk um, without having to be afraid that something is going to break down because <laughs> there is not much to break down and the thing is much more stable when uh, in comparison to when you have like an extravagant lifestyle uh, so it's much easier to take risks that way point number six focus and this is the thing i think most people are for especially me i, I have to really work on this and it's that sam observed that all nearly all of the entrepreneurs the successful entrepreneurs you know have the ability to really really focus on the few things they really want to make progress on and they are not easily distracted by like other nice shiny projects uh, they really focus on the one thing they are really good at setting priorities and cutting out everything else to go really 100 on this one thing And spending time on thinking about what the thing is you want to focus on is time well spent. <laughs> Number seven, work hard. And this may be controversial for a few people, maybe really clear for a few other people, but it's that just give it all, just really go all in, work really hard, uh, especially when you're young, because it will compound, especially if you work hard when you're in your beginning of your career, this growth you have in the beginning, this advantage you have in the beginning will compound over the rest of your whole career. And also if you work hard in the beginning, it will make so many other things easier because so many other th problems will fall away. And yeah, it also can feel really, really fulfilling to work hard. And yeah, as all of us know, it's a pretty good Uh, predictor for success so if you don't work hard it's not as likely that you're successful point number eight be bold and the first thing i thought when i read this is that he just means that you don't shouldn't do the things that everyone else is doing just do something different be bold be yeah yeah be, be bold enough to try something that not all people are trying but it's not exactly this and i have a little quote of him again and the quote is i believe that it's easier to do a hard startup than an easy startup. And I think this encapsulates pretty good what he means by be bold. Um, and it's that you should choose something. You just choose to work on something that you find important, no matter if it's like hard or if it seems impossible. But especially if you choose something that is hard, but that you find important, uh, then you will have people that will stand behind you, that will want to support you. Because if you try to solve a hard problem, people want to have solved. They are ready to, to back you. They are ready to help you. And also they want to work for you because people want to work on meaningful things. And yeah, so choose something big, choose something meaningful, be bold enough to do something hard. Point number nine, be willful. So this is just the mantra if you don't give up you can't lose or or better um the you can all, you only lose if you give up and um the the thing he he he's saying in his essay is that you have to strongly believe in that, that you will make the thing you want to make possible really possible and uh, you shouldn't be pessimistic and give up too early because yeah if you give up you lost and um an example he brings up is Airbnb and the founder of founders of Airbnb they were really struggling for a long time and it looked really bad for them but they keep believing in their mission and in the end they actually succeeded um, which is like a really nice tale uh, about that you should 
be willful and as soon as you chose something, really stay on it and give 100%. Also, um, ask for what you want. So <laughs> I think Steve Jobs is a nice example for this, but yeah, it's also in his essay. So just if you want something, ask for it. You will be rejected very often, but sometimes it will work. And when it works, this is pretty nice. <laughs> Number 10, be hard to compete with. Um, so this point is just do something that is not easy to copy. Do something that people can't just... It, it's it's not the same as point number one, but it's uh, there are some similarities. So um, find a thing you want to work on where people can't just easily be as good as you um, really fast. Um, find yeah, find find a find a project that is not easy to copy by people. You can do this by uh, having having something having an advantage through relationships, having a, an advantage through a thing where you need a personal brand or. Uh, a specific skill sets, especially especially a specific skill set that sets around from that comes from different fields uh, that combines different fields. Um, yeah. Point number eleven: build a network. And this is like the most basic advice, but I I really like how he uh, how he explained it again. So it's that you just especially how how to build a network. So you try to help a players as much as possible whenever you see an a player just help them as much as you can share all your wins and the upside that you give to them it will come back especially when you share with a players so people that you know will also reach big things in their lives and um yeah just be super general generous be known that you share your wins and that you take care of the people that work with you because then the people want or more people will want to work with you and this will be an extreme advantage um also whenever you meet people try to look for a players try to meet as many people as you can and try to identify the a players and connect with them and one really interesting thing in this is that he says that you uh, that there are two specific cases you should especially focus on when building your or two two specific things you should especially focus on when building your network the first thing is that uh, if you're not good at something then uh, you can find people that are good in this and this is like the amazing thing of other people that they can help you in points where you are maybe a little bit deficient and um, so if you find someone that is really good at something that you are not as good in then uh, yeah you you will have a real big advantage so try to find people that balance you balance your weaknesses and second point especially early in your career try to find someone that is already successful that is willing to invest in you that is willing to take a bet in you um be it in the form of money or in the form of other connections there are so many ways a successful person can help you uh especially in the beginning of your career this can be gold and can change everything so we're nearly at the end point number 12 it's 13 so only two points left um point number 12 you get rich by owning things not by working so this is a basic misconception he points out that many people have is that people think you get rich by having a really really big salary but how you actually get rich uh, in some's opinion is that you get rich by owning something that rapidly increases in value. So, um, yeah, 
basically this is point number 12. I don't have to talk more about it. <laughs> point number 13, be internally driven. And yeah, this point, again, pretty simple. It's that if you just have in, uh, external motivators, so you just do something for the money, for the fame, for the status, then um, this is not the, the best motivator to be really, really successful long-term. Um, you will have much less freedom. You will always worry about whatever other people think about you, if you're doing the right thing, if you're on the right track. And uh, this is different. If you have like an internal purpose, an internal um, motivation to do something um, because you like the thing itself or because you have like a grand ambition, uh, because then you can work for much longer. You will be much more focused uh, and you can go much harder. And in the end, you will find out that success is doing excellent work in areas that are important for you. And yeah, it's not having the new car. It's doing excellent work in areas that are important for you. So um, I really like this sentence. A few days ago, I read a book by Stephen Kotler. It's called The Art of Impossible. And in this book, he explains like a really simple, I think three, no, it's a five, no, it's a three-step process on how to find your passion, how to find something that really intrinsically motivates you. Uh, if you're interested in this, it's the podcast right in front of this, or maybe you can click here if you're on YouTube. See you in the next one.